the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, 602-508-0960. If you want to join the conversation about car, car repair problems, we had a pretty good hour last year, or last hour, one, two, three, four, five, six, six callers. And uh, that's fun for us. The more callers, the merrier, 602-508-0960. Ralph was our last caller, and uh, he was. we were talking about a backup camera and some kind of audio warning and on his wife's 10 Lexus, and we suggested that he just buy her a new Lexus, and he laughed about that rather than, you know, saying using bad words. <laughs> so, and, and we could actually hear his wife in the background, so yeah. she was voting for that. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto. He's at I-17 in Bell. He's just east and on the north side of the road. He was a finalist as one of the Better Business Bureau Ethic Award winners not too long ago. He opened his doors in 1987, and he works on domestic and import, both gas and diesel. He has ASE certified technicians, but Jeff and Eric, Jeff being the service manager and Jeff or Eric being the shop foreman and the lead technician, both of them are ASE master technicians. So they're good. They're really, really good. Those two guys can fix just about anything. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Bell and you don't have a garage, I would suggest that you stop by and talk to Jeff or Eric at Kurtz. Um, Kurt is there, but... But um, he's usually misbehaving, so he's in the uh, in the uh, in trouble room. Sonia, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. I have a 2011 Ford F-150 uh, with 88, eight something like that thousand miles on it, and um, it does something kind of strange. So I'll sometimes like, especially if I'm parked like kind of on a slight incline, heading downward, and have it in park and then put it into drive, like the rear end kicks really hard. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, I can fix that. What is that? Um, it's it, You said it all. It's it's an incline, um, and, and here's what I want you to try, okay? Uh-huh. So you're going to park it, and I don't want you to put it in park yet. I want you to stop with your brake, and I want you to mm-hmm. apply your parking brake. Then I want you to let go of your brake pedal, and the truck will now settle. Okay? So then you put it in park. When you come back, none of that will happen anymore. Because what you're doing is, is, yeah, what you're doing is, is because you're on an incline, the drivetrain is bound up. So what I'm saying to you is, is when you stop, hold your foot on the brake pedal with your other foot, clam on the uh, parking brake. Then let your right foot off of the brake pedal. The truck will settle, and no longer is the drivetrain under stress. So you put it into park, and when you come back, you put your foot on the brake, you start it up, and when you put it into drive or reverse, it's going to be smooth, and there won't be that big bang anymore. Okay. 
So sometimes it does it even when I'm just on a flat. Is that same thing though still? Well, yes, but is it possible that the idle might be a little high on it? Do you notice that the idle is higher it than 600? Mm, I don't think so. 600 okay. RPM. Yeah, in so drive, you... six or 700 RPMs in drive? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, um, at 88,000 miles, um, do you have any kind of vibration at 40, 50, 60, 70 80 miles an hour. Do you have any vibrations? Uh, the seat of the your pants is shaken. The seat is shaken. The dashboard shaken. The steering wheel shaken. Do you have any of that? Um, you know, maybe a slight amount, but it doesn't seem too prevalent. Okay. Well, maybe you know? next time you have an oil change, have them check the U joints on your drive shaft. Oh, you usually when okay. the U joints go out. The vibration starts at about 35 or 40 miles an hour, and then it gets bigger, better, or bigger and badder and worse the faster you go. Okay. And so right. that's a pretty easy symptom to describe. All righty? Okay. All right. Well, thanks. I'll try that, and then if not, it's probably the U-joints then you're saying, huh? Well, that's that would be the next place you would look at. But even more okay. important than this, I would say to you, take it to the shop after you've figured out how to make it happen every time. So if you mm -hmm. have to park with the nose down or the nose up or on flat ground or maybe to the right or to the left, then you say, not on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon for obvious reasons, but you yeah. ask the shop, mm -hmm. can I take one of your techs and just around the corner I can make this happen every time. We're going to go behind mm -hmm. bashes and we're going to put the nose of the truck on the ramp out back and where they back the trucks in. So I just want to show him what I'm talking about because that's a reasonable request and I'll tell you something, you'll save yourself a heck of a lot of money if that happens because you're showing him specifically what you want him to focus on and so many yeah. times what the customer says and where we start is uh, is about uh, $30 apart, may I say. Yeah, okay? I get you. Mm -hmm. okay, okay, all right. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All righty. So you were looking through your book, your oh, junk yeah. book. All right. So just pick something oh, up. I'm not even talking to you if you're calling it junk. It's okay. not junk. Okay. Your antique book. <laughs> you're looking through your antique book. What did you sell? You went to the antique store this morning. So what mm -hmm. did you sell? Tell me. Oh, I know. There's a really wood a pretty wooden goose that was for sale and okay, so I how much sold did that sell for fifty nine. Fifty nine dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and like metal drawers and, and wooden anything and rope anything and yeah. and they like old barnwood stuff and okay. sold a barnwood um uh frame? Yeah, kind of it was a more of a shelf unit is okay. what I'm trying to say. So stuff like that. How much did that sell for? I think that was 42. Okay. So yeah. do you have stuff that sells for $8 and $10? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, we had a bunch of salt licks for the horses. Right. And it was a square, a, about 8 by 8 square, kind of a bucket-looking thing, but square. And right. it had two hooks that hangs on the fence. And we put salt licks in for the horses. Right. We had a bunch of those. You put plants in them. Uh-huh. How much did those sell for? I think those were $20. Okay. And I, actually, I think, you know, we didn't... You, you probably paid 15 for them. But no, the I built most of those, yeah. and you're right. The, the labor and the metal to bend it and weld it and all that kind of stuff was yeah. far more than 20 yeah. But we had a whole bunch of sitting around that have been sitting around for six, seven, eight years. So yeah. you putting a plant in them is perfect. Yeah, it looked really good. And people like rusty and old. And old ladders are big now because they? they can put plants on them. And, oh, yeah, okay. potted plants. You know, I stuff. don't know any of my friends that do that, honey. I, no, I don't know. You, d um, you wouldn't. Yeah, I, w I mean, none of my buddies um, go shopping for ladders to hang stuff on. 
it's it must be just some kind their of their loss, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be just is the difference between boys and girls, I men and women. So. Yes, I, I mean, guess so. Do, do you guys like ever put old shotguns in your uh, antique no. stuff? No. No, no. No, no I how don't about, think we can sell guns. How about how about elk heads or deer heads or frogs no. that have been stuffed? No. Nope. No, this nope, isn't nope, nope. this isn't gonna fly. No. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. We're having a car show here, but we're just talking about Renee's. Well, and I had to call antiques. you this weekend or this week yes. because I got to the gas pump and there was an E fifteen and I didn't know what the heck that was. I've never seen an E fifteen gas, but you were okay. telling me that it just had more ethanol in it or something. It has more alcohol. And okay. um, if your car is built for E15, you can use it. But if your car is not built for E15, you should not use it. Mm-hmm. Because there's more alcohol in it, it creates more oxygen. And the oxygen sensors are fooled by the amount of oxygen that's coming out of the tailpipe. Mm-hmm. So we are enhancing the fuel with alcohol. Alcohol burns better and cleaner than gasoline. So by in putting 15% alcohol, which is like putting a bottle of Jim Beam in your, your car, but you don't do that. Okay. Right. So you put alcohol in the gasoline, so we run lean. So the O2 sensor is going lean, 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 and the computer opens the faucet more because it wants to see little rich, little rich, little rich. So I told you, don't put that in your Penske truck. Right. And then they had an E10. Right. And but so, that was just, it said, um, that was just the normal unleaded, I think, that had right. e, E10 or whatever, so you're 10%. In, yeah, alcohol. you were in the Midwest then. You were mm. Amarillo, Nashville, um, uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I can't remember where I first saw okay. it. But. And, and, that, and by the way, the E15 and the E10 is, is also made with corn. And okay. so when you ferment corn, you end up with alcohol. So the whole idea of is this, if we put a little bit more oxygen making stuff alcohol in your gas then the tailpipe's cleaner yeah today you've heard me say this a hundred times today if you lock yourself in a in a car that's three or four years old and you lock yourself in the garage because you want to kill yourself okay you're going to die of starvation before you die of asphyxiation did I pronounce that right? Asphyxiation. Yeah, I think so. All right, Gil, how do you <laughs> how do you how do you pronounce asphyxiation? Asphyxiation. I got it. So anyway, um, you're going to die of starvation. So you're going to be in there for a week uh, because the cars run so clean. You can, now literally. Yeah. I'm not mean. I don't mean this literally, but you could wrap your lips around the tailpipe and breathe the air that's coming out of them. Good. I'm glad you don't mean it literally. <laughs> speaking of new cars. Yes. Speaking of new cars, we talked to somebody in the first hour who wanted to buy, and it was Mike. He was looking at a Hyundai Santa Fe and, and an Escape, a right. new one for his wife. Uh-huh. I want to tell new car buyers this. Our daughter, Andy, we were looking for a van for our customer service. We take people home. And the last couple of vans we've had have been an Astro van, which is more of a commercial van. It's a heavier van. It doesn't have a nice ride, and it doesn't have a nice seats. But we ran both of those to 200,000 miles. So I charged Andy and Luis, our shuttle bus driver, to go find a Honda, a Dodge, a Chrysler, a Ford, a Chevy, a, a Toyota. I said, go to every place and pick out a van. So, And I said to Andy, if you can buy it, write a check for the sticker amount, the sticker. So they have to discount the, the car, the mm-hmm. sticker amount, then you did good. And she actually bought it for four or five points off the sticker. But she had to negotiate with them. Mm -hmm. And part of what she found, and I know this to be true, is you buy the car, 
and then after the car you get the desert perception package and then you get dock fee and then you get license plates which is a valid charge right. and sales tax is a valid charge and then you might have pre-tech pre-prep and then you might have post-prep and then you might have dock fee and paperwork fee and then booger fee and this <laughs> fee and that fee and they do all and then and, and then sometimes they add freight which is already in the price of the car so they're adding freight twice all of that is negotiable. I was so proud of Andy, our daughter. She came home with the car, sales tax, and license plate. I think she let them charge them $50 for a dock fee. Now, they have people that do the documents. If they're charging $50 to do the documents, it would be fair to say that one person could do three documents, the sale of a car, in an hour. And that's assuming that they only have half of a brain. I don't know. I, I, there is so much paperwork. It's all now, computerized. But, uh, yeah, that's true. All you do that's is put true. in their name, address, and phone number, and the VIN of the car, and boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is, is that's all negotiable. Mm -hmm. But I still stand behind my original thought. It's true. If you can buy it out the door for what it says on the bottom of the sticker. However, here's the new play. The new play is they're re, they're replant or they're reprinting the sticker and changing the numbers. What? Yeah. So, and I know that they can do that. So they'll reprint it. So the car has a, a $40,000 price tag on the list price, the sticker price on right. the windshield, and they'll reprint it for 44 or 45 Oh, my gosh. So that, that's ha that doesn't happen a lot, but they have the capability. So you have to be careful. And that's why shopping is so important. Right. Shopping. So Andy and Luis, we, we ended up buying a grand caravan. Yes. I think that's the first, other than my pickup truck, that's the first Dodge we've ever owned in our family. But that thing has sliding doors on both sides. It has the most amazing seats. The interior looks like a limousine. Mm -hmm. It has buckets in the front. It has buckets in the middle, and it has buckets in the back. I don't know if it has, I think it's a bench in the back. Bench I don't even back. know if I've It has front and rear air, and it looks like a spaceship when you get inside of it. It is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And they have 14,000 miles on it, and it's probably six months old, seven months old, plus we had it wrapped. Right. So it is a really nice van, and I think this one's going to do 200,000 miles with no problem. Mm -hmm. Plus, it's lower to the ground for our older customers. Yeah, that makes it nice. And the, the seats are more comfortable, and it's one, two, three, four, five. We can take five at one time. One in the front seat, yeah. two in the middle, that's three, and two in the bench seat, that's four or five. Yeah. I'm not putting three butts in the bench seat because I not? don't think we're going to fit oh, them. Oh, okay. All right. Besides that, you can take them home if the bus is full. Okay. All right, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The good news, we're going to take a break. The good news is, is Mark has to go to the bathroom. We'll be back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. 
Attention, this is an investor notice. Are you interested in making some extra cash buying real estate liens? Then listen to this. The Government Tax Lien Network is offering a free tax lien kit, which contains two DVDs and a step-by-step report that will show you how to earn guaranteed returns between 15 and 35% yearly, which is completely secured by the government. They'll even show you how to do this inside your own retirement accounts. So if you're looking to become a real estate investor without risk, then call 1-800-613-7979 now to get your free tax lien kit. Then get ready to buy tax liens for pennies on the dollar and buy houses for as low as $500, all from your home, with little or no money working 5 to 10 hours per week. Call 800-613-7979 right now to get your free tax lien kit, plus two free tickets to a live training event and a free $20 Visa gift card just for attending. Call 800-613-7979. That's 800-613-7979 for your free tax lien kit now. Individual results may vary. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. we got four lines available, 602-508-0960, because we're on 960 The Patriot, 508-0960. You think I said enough? Yeah, I think Have that's you, good. I've got it. You never know. You never know. You connected those dots really good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your your radio gig is just about over that. that. Yeah. Don't tempt me. All right. This portion of this is brought to you by S&S Tire and Auto Service. They open in 1976, and they have three locations to serve you, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. At SNS, they offer the most comprehensive line of tires and many different brands, so if you take your car in there, they can give you good, better, and best. They can say, this is the good tire, times four, mounting and balancing, all the FET and sales taxes, this much. Then they say, this is the better tire, So, and then here's the best tire. Very few places can give you that many options. But they also have any other kind of tire you want for your farm equipment, your golf equipment, your lawn equipment, your ATVs, your commercial tires, construction tires. They have all that. So this is like the price club of tires. So S&S Tire, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. And they, they're good guys. I know them personally, and I know they're going to take care of you. So S&S Tire. Let's go to the phones because we have a caller. John, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, I have a 2008 Chevy Silverado half-ton, 5.3-liter V8, and the check engine light had come on. 
and I took it to the local auto parts store, and they read the code as a small emissions leak. I, 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 the code number that they quoted me escaped me, and they okay. suggested that I get a, try a new gas cap first. Okay. So I did that. Um, they reset the code, and about three weeks later, it came on again. Okay. And it's reading the same error code. Um, I had them reset the code again, and sure enough, three weeks later, it comes back on again. Uh, any ideas as to well, first what's of happened? all, yeah, you got some three whiskered kid with a code reader that does, wouldn't know <laughs> an evaporative code if it jumped up and bit him on the butt. His job is to sell parts, and he was successful. He sold you a gas cap you didn't need. So all he's going to do is, is you keep going back, and they're just going to throw parts at it. You got an evaporative leak. We suck the fuel, the fumes off the gas tank, and we burn them. We have a variety of solenoids and valves. So you see, we can't be sucking fumes off the fuel tank when it's full and when you're driving down the road at 70 miles an hour, and here's why. Because the propensity is that we're going to suck liquid fuel into the system, and we don't want liquid fuel because the gas is sloshing around inside the tank. So we have this evaporative system, and it's a very sophisticated system, and you better have a lot of equipment. So this little three-whiskered kid that was born day before yesterday, and he's got this little cigarette pack code reader, wants everybody to believe that he's going to be able to diagnose your car, and you're lucky he didn't sell you $500 worth of stuff. And can you tell that my panties are wadded up? <laughs> so, All I got so was the you, gas cap. I know, I know. And and through the grace of God, they didn't sell you anything else. And, and all the auto parts do it. I mean, it's kind of like this. You bring your you you bring your wife over to me, and I check her her her. Uh, what am I trying to say? Her temperature, and her temperature is supposed to be ninety eight point something, and she has a one hundred point seven. And then I tell you, oh, I think she has mononucleosis. <laughs> I think I think she has this, or I think she has that. And let me sell you this leafy plant that you smoke that makes a lot a lot of things better. That's how silly it is to think. And everybody, you have to know that I'm not doing this because I want your business. It has to do with how you're treated and how the perceptions created and how much parts they sell over this that are not needed, folks. I, I put an air filter in somebody's car. I put the old one in the box, and I put it in a big Ziploc bag. All you got to do is shake the Ziploc bag to see that there's 10 or 20 tablespoons of dirt in there. The customer will come in and say, I don't want the air filter. So I buy it back. I'll put their old, I'll clean the old one, I'll put it back in, and I'll say no harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. So I have to take back an air filter that might be an 11 or $20 air filter, but these people people thank you for that because that's not the word i was thinking of <laughs> these people they don't have to buy back a single car one of the places is now starting to recommend shops do you know that that costs you oh i didn't know that yeah i i would have to pay and not only that is i have a prerequisite of parts i have to buy from them and even though that their brakes are substandard and they're a brand I've never seen or met before because they're not Wagner, they're not Ray Bestis, they're, they're not Delco, they're not none of the names I recognize, it, the whole idea is is this, this parts scenario just makes me mad. Ooh, I'm glad this was the second hour and we're almost done. Yeah. I don't like it when you John, get all I'm, wound up. John, I'm not mad at you. Uh, I, I'm really not. I think the answer is what part of town do you live in, John? Uh, North Scottsdale. 
Okay, I take it over to Air Park Auto, and I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to go in and they're going to look at the code, and the code's going to say that I see I see a vacuum leak here, or I see this leak here, because it it has a self test to it. So we all have smoke machines, and so we're going to attach the smoke machine to this entire circuit. And then wherever the, the smoke leaks from is where the problem is. So if this solenoid oh. is stuck half open and half closed or something like that, so we're going to be able to diagnose it using some smoke and some new technology. Then we're going to call you and say, okay, this is how much you spent on the diagnosis. This is what the part is, and this is how much to replace the part, and that's what's going to happen. And then you, John, you're going to say to them, I'm not paying for guessing. So I want your assurance that this is not a guess and this is a fix and that this light's not going to come back on with the same code in three weeks like it has the last two times. I want you to know I want to hear you say, I'm going to fix your car and this code won't come back in three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, or six weeks. That's what you do to an auto repair shop. And if it's like mine and many, many other in town, we're going to stare you in the eye and say, do you want us to write it down? Because we will. So it ain't that hard to fix your car. So, John, thank you for bringing that up. And you're, you're to blame if I fall over from a heart attack during this break, John. You're to blame. So, 602 six, <laughs> 508-0960. 602-508-0960. Gil, have we got anybody staged or in the uh, wings for the next break or for the next? Keith. Keith is next. Okay. Well, I've only got him one minute, Keith, so I'm not going to do you justice. So just hang on because Gil's going to make us take a two-and-a-half or three-minute break, and then we're going get to get or get this Keith right afterwards. Anyway, we've got four lines available, 602-508-0960. And if you want to talk to Renee about antiques or junk, she's here, sitting here right next to me, and she can actually give you an idea of what your antiques are worth. How about that one? Are you happy about that? No, I'm not. <laughs> And you know what? What? <laughs> you don't have to fire me because I quit. <laughs> We've worked together all these years. I know. You can't just leave You're now. pushing the boundary oh, right I, here. It's just because I'm calling it junk and you call it antiques. That's I mean, right. there's a lot of guys out there that are laughing. There's a lot of girls out there that are laughing. All right, don't don't get don't get all wadded up about something like that. Oh, I, look who's getting all wadded up about things. Well, <laughs> don't don't talk to me about that. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be back in about three and a half minutes. I'm Mark. She's Renee, and she'll be gone after that. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Comfort Care Home Care, a premier provider of home care services, is a proud sponsor of the Aging in Arizona show on 960 The Patriot. 
If you or a loved one needs support at home, the experienced and compassionate caregivers of ComforCare can provide a wide variety of companion and personal care services, including assistance with bathing, grooming, mobility, transportation, and meal preparation. They also provide services such as Alzheimer's care, medication reminders, and safety supervision for fall prevention. Care services are available throughout the greater Phoenix area and can assist you or your loved one for a few hours a week or 24 hours a day. Call today to learn how Care can support your family with the highest level of care. 602-438-1300. Again, that's 602-438-1300. Care Home Care. Supporting independence, dignity, and quality of life. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog. He was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit. And I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles. Like, wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's, uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 33 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Renee. She's not leaving. She just doesn't know it yet. All righty, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you about Action Auto Repair. They're at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner. Tom has been there a long time, since 1983, full-service, family-owned auto repair shop. He does lots and lots of cars. He's well-known for quality workmanship. He's well-known as a good customer advocate, a fast turnaround time. He has ASC master certifications on his technicians. That means they're going to diagnose it. They're going to estimate it. They're going to fix it right. So if you live anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley and you don't have a shop to go to, then may I suggest that you stop by Action Auto and maybe have an oil change and just see how they treat you, see if you like them. Let's go to Keith. Keith, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Well, I tell you, I want to thank you for taking my call. Sure. I'm 66 years old, and I've owned a ton of vehicles, and I've never had one do this. Okay. Uh, it's a 2006 Ford Econoline with a 4.6 liter V8. You can turn the air conditioning on, you accelerate, no wind comes out. You get back to a cruising speed and wind blows. I can fix it right now. <laughs> well, that would be great. Okay. There is a vacuum line that comes off the engine on your Ford Econoline. And it's probably going to go to a grapefruit size pod that's round. And that's called a storage pod. And then from there, you're going to have a vacuum line that goes underneath the dash to the mode switch at the back of your air conditioning controls. Now, what's going on here is, is that the pod is supposed to store vacuum because when you're decelerating, your engine creates a lot of vacuum. But when you're accelerating, the vacuum goes away. So... 
when you're cruising down the highway, your engine's making 18 inches of vacuum, 16 to 18 inches, and then when you throttle up, it goes to zero, and when you back off, it goes even higher than the 18. So the idea is, is you're losing vacuum to those controls. And like you said, you throttle up and the air goes away. You back off and the air comes back. And what you're talking about is the air goes away. It's probably going to come up to the vents by the, the windshield. You just don't know that. And that's the default position for your air conditioning controls is the vents on top of the windshield. So we call those the top vents, windshield vents, then the center vents is what blows air conditioning on you. And then we have the bottom heater vents that blows um, air on your feet. So that's an easy fix for a gray-haired guy. We're, and most of the time, the vacuum line between the motor and the pod has broken because Ford, in his infinite wisdom, uses a plastic, little cheap little plastic line to run all these circuits. So I fixed one the other day. A guy came over to my house to fix my microwave. And so we were talking about our crafts. Oh, you're a car repair guy. Let me show you my Dodge. So we walked out there. He told me the story. We lifted the hood, and the red line was broken. So I went into the barn, and I got a short piece of two inches of windshield washer line. I wet both ends of those lines, and I stuck it in that rubber line to patch the two plastic lines. So he got in his truck, and he drove it, and he comes back. His face was just a happy son of a gun, and he says, it fixed it. I said, of course it fixed it. You had the car guy working on your car. So let me ask you a question. Where do you live? Uh, South Peoria. South Peoria. Thunderbird, maybe. You can go to Thunderbird. Or one of the old kind guys that can just narrow that down quickly is Billy at 25th Street Auto. Mm -hmm. Billy at 25th Street Auto would nail that in a heartbeat. Um, and it could be, though, the vacuum line behind the dash is bad. That's a little bit more expensive than the pod being disconnected or a vacuum line between the motor and the pod or between the pod and the dashboard. There's a little bit of difference there. But that's what it is. It's not a big deal. I would be very surprised if... The worst case scenario, if this was more than 100 to 125 dollars, and I think you're going to get out of there for less than 50 bucks. So that's what I'm guessing. All righty. Even for the Alrighty. testing and all that stuff. Testing that. The thing of it is, he's looking for a gray-haired guy. Okay. Once he gives him the symptoms, any gray-haired guy knows that we're dealing with a vacuum supply problem to the dashboard. Okay. But if you get the three-whiskered kid, he's going to say that you need a complete air conditioning system. Okay. So. Whatever you think. Just look at my no, look at the color. Thunderbird Auto is where. Um, they're on 88th and Thunderbird, 88th Avenue and Thunderbird. Okay. And if you That's go there, you're going to talk to Tom or okay. Gary, and you're going to pull up, and you're going to say, I know I shouldn't be here because Mark Salem says that you guys don't know from one end of the car to the other, but I thought because you're close to me, I'd give you a chance to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to laugh, I promise you. I promise you. All right. But it opens the door, okay? They, they can handle this. Thank you very much. Daniel, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi there. Uh, I've got a 91 Grand Marquis, and when I put it in park, the engine shuts off. Ooh. Wow. Ooh, are you stumped, Mr. Car Guy? I am. Cool. I absolutely am. The only difference, I'm going to think out loud here, the only difference that's going on is when you put it in park, the park neutral switch knows that it's in park. So by putting it in the park, um, the engine should not die because it should still have spark and fuel. Um, and the park doesn't do anything other than control some of the idle. 
because when you when you go into drive then um, the idle should be 600 when you go into park it's going to go up to 800 and the computer is going to bring it down to 600 so the only thing I can think of is is that the idle circuit is defective and so when he puts it into drive automatically we kick the idle up higher and when he goes back to park when the computer should be dropping the idle back to 600 because because the idle is going to go higher yet, so when you're when you're in drive, it's 600, um, and then when you're in park, it still wants to be 600. But there's a 200 RPM range in between them because of the load of the engine and the load of the car. So I, I'm going to say that I don't think that's a tough one. But you stumped me. I don't know what it is. I've never been faced with that at all. But I think it's in the idle circuit, which is the idle on the throttle body or fuel injection system that you have the TPS throttle position sensor the idle air control motor something like that now the last thing I want you to try is is I want you to try this I want you to pull the negative cable off of it and let it sit for a couple hours then I want you to put the negative cable back on and drive it and see if anything changes this could be one of those weird things where the computer had its memory scrambled and it thinks that Park has shut the engine off. And what we're going to do is reboot the computer. That's what we're doing. No harm, no foul. Let's reboot, let's reboot the computer. Now, here's my offer to you. When you get this fixed, if you'll send me a copy or give me a copy of the repair that absolutely fixed it, and you've driven it for two weeks and you know it's fixed, I'll give you a free oil change because I'd like to learn from this. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a free oil change, providing you're not going to bring me a motorhome that holds 40 quarts, okay? I mean, five <laughs> quarts of oil and all that kind of stuff. But I'm in Tempe, but I'd sure like to find out what that is because because you've stumped me. And, and Gil, um, anybody that ever calls back with the name of Daniel, tell him we don't have enough time to take him. And uh, and so that I don't get embarrassed again. Anyway, 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Writing job descriptions, sifting through resumes, setting up interviews. Hiring's hard, but Indeed.com makes it easier. Post your job, manage candidates, schedule interviews, all on Indeed. And since independent research shows that Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site, easy works. Right now, we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. 
a message from the Arizona Education Association. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the (laughs) ShelterPetProject.org. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem, Renee Salem, sitting here at your service, 602-508-0960. This portion of the Under the Hood show is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Since 1970, Thompson's, which is in their second or third generation, has been providing expert auto and light truck repair and maintenance to its customers throughout the entire city of Mesa, north, south, east, and west. Thompson's got everybody covered. They're ASC certified technicians. They're going to provide you with the highest level of service. That means all the processes that involve service. And they're going to follow up with friendly reminders that let you know that you may be due for something. It's not that you are, but you may. And that way you can decide what you want to do at the appropriate time. So it's never been easier or more convenient to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape than if you use Thompson's Auto Repair. They're located on Main, just east of Stapley, the south side of the road. Main, Stapley, east, south side of the road. Thompson's Auto Repair. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair. They are good people, and you'll know that the first time you meet them. Let's go to Dick. Dick, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm better than the average bear. Well, that's good. You know what? I love your show. I turn it on Saturday morning. You guys are better in cartoons. You really are. I, I, I <laughs> that with you. <laughs> oh, so anyway, I got a 1994 uh, F-250 pickup with a big 460 engine in it. And one of the things I've got is this thing, it runs. I mean, it uh, the RPMs on it is real high. And uh, it sucks gas like it's going out of style. But one of the things, I'm constantly riding the brake trying to, you know, because I can let off, off the gas totally. Don't even touch it. It'll run 30, 35 miles an hour all the time. Okay. That's going to be kind of an easy sound, one. Right. And also, it sounds, I got this weird sound. If, if I didn't know, right, I, it sounds like a vacuum leak, you know. I've okay. looked for holes. Well, that's it. That's it? No, no, that. That's it. That's it. If you're hearing a, a sucking noise, yeah. 
real loud, then you have a vacuum leak. You see, how we, how we adjust the idle on a fuel-injected motor is we open or close the air delivery system. We don't open and close the fuel. The fuel's there. If we want it to okay. idle faster, then we open up the idle air control motor, idle air control. That's what it's called, IAC, idle air control. So you have a vacuum leak. So I mean, what, what part of town do you live in? Uh, 20th Street in Camelback, sir. Oh, just go to 25th Street Auto. Talk to Billy. He'll open up your hood. He'll point to the vacuum leak. Street. 25th Street Auto. Auto. Okay. Yeah, he's an old gray-haired Billy? Billy, you use an old gray-haired guy. He knows what he's doing. Well, I and am you too, just, so we'll get yeah, along fine. He, he's going to open the hood, point out the vacuum leak, and he'll, he'll fix it for you right there. All righty? Oh, Mark, I tell you what, if I ever run into you guys again, you know, hey, I, in the old days, I used to run the old police academy here. I understand you guys were police officers. I, I was. I was in the academy in 1974, and I was in class 116. I'll be darned. I, I uh, ran the old uh, lead academy for DPS back in the middle 70s. Okay. 60s, okay. 70s, you know. Yeah, we got to stop in. Yeah. I got to stop in and say hi to you guys one of these days. That, you know? That'd be fine. Anyway, that'd be fine. Tell you what, okay. I'm going to go see this, Mr. Billy. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Okay. You betcha. And, Joel, you're up next. How can I help you, Joel? Uh, yes, uh, something might be good for your listeners that happened to me. A couple of years ago, my check engine light went on, and it would go off. So I go to the uh, auto parts store, the three-whisker guy checked me, and he said I needed a $100 hose, special hose. I said, Okay. I let it go, and I went another couple of days, and the check engine light went off. Now, the thing I used to do with my car is I always used to fill it over. Click, keep filling. Click, keep filling. Click, keep filling. Filling. I let the gas run down in, in the gas tank, and to this day, my check engine light has never gone on again. So I think that my check engine light came on because I was overfilling the gas tank. What do you think? Yes. Oh, no, there's no question about it. I'm 100% sure you're right, and here's why. The top of the tank has a slight bubble on it. We want that to be vapor. So we want to suck from the top of the tank and burn that, that vapor again in the engine. We don't want the vapor to escape the tank. Well, when you click, 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 like my wife does, then you fill that bubble full of liquid fuel, and the next time the system goes into EVAP mode, it sucks the liquid fuel into the engine, which causes usually a serious problem that's going to create all kinds of engine codes that include rich condition and vacuum leak and an evaporative problem and all that kind of stuff. So you're, you're absolutely right. By so click, click. People clicking. out there should know, don't click, 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 just to get that extra gas in of a gallon or so, and this is... No, gonna, it you're right. You're absolutely right. When you're filling up your tank after the first click, it's okay to round it off to the next 25 cents, the next 10 cents, the next 50 cents. That's it. But if after it clicks, you add another 5 or $6, you're just causing yourself a lot of money. It wouldn't go that far, would it? And yeah. I, I, no, it wouldn't. I, 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 yeah, my diesel do. does. <laughs> My diesel does. There you go, exaggerating. I don't, I don't have a vapor system on the diesel. There's nothing. There's no vapor on a diesel. Next time, I'll tell you what. Next time I'm filling up it. the diesel, it, it holds 55 gallons. You need to know I that. I want to watch it. Okay. It won't be 5 or $6. Uh, Okay, okay. And it could be if the gas prices go up to 350 a gallon, it could be 5 or $6. <laughs> you know what? You're making me mad. Oh, good. Thank you very much, Joel. Let's go to Tim. Tim, you're up next. How can I help you today? Yes, hi, Mark. Uh, I am at the emissions place right now as we speak. I went through, and my 
03 Impala did not pass for the second time. And I can give you the codes if you want that. I can't fix them with the codes. Okay, um, it's just... Let, let, let uh, they're showing not ready as the catalyst and the evap system, and I did take okay. it for a drive. No, 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 no. I know but what's going on here. I you don't know if I drove it enough. You disconnected uh -huh. the battery, or somebody told you to disconnect the battery, and that put, puts everything, that reboots the computer. However, the computer is smarter than the rest of us. The computer uh -huh. wants to see a drive cycle or two. So people think, okay, I'm going to disconnect my negative cable. I'm going to go through emissions. The check engine light will be off, and I'm going to pass with flying colors. That don't work no more. The, the drive cycle is going to take you two weeks after you fix the problem. So you can't even you can't even go through emissions the day after we fix the problem because the drive cycle is this. I want to see 35 to 40 miles an hour for 17 and a half, and now I'm slightly exaggerating this. Okay. I want to see 13 to 17 miles an hour for exactly seven minutes. I want to see the car stop and idle for three minutes. I want to see a heat cycle two times, otherwise from cold to hot. I want to see a cool down cycle two times from cold, from warm to hot, cold. I want to see this car at the on the freeway speeds for 22 minutes at a speed between 65 and 75 miles an hour. I want to see this car stop in drive 17 times. That's called a drive cycle, and I'm exaggerating every part of that. But you're never going to get that done in in a day or two. That's going to take 10 days to two weeks for that all to happen, and you have to drive the car every day. So. Now, if you want to pay us to do the drive cycle, then I'll send two people in your car, one reads and one drives. They're going to be gone for at least three hours at $125 an hour times both of them. So at 125 you're going to have 375 for the driver and 375 for the passenger. And I suggest that driving it around a lot for the next 10 days to two weeks is a heck of a lot cheaper than that. A little so bit. That's, that, yeah. that, we so, don't have many people yeah. ask for that. <laughs> that's right, that's not on our menu. It, yeah. Okay. yeah. So the fact is, is they're just telling you, your car's not ready. If the car was repaired right, then after two weeks, you'll drive in and you say, hey, check my monitors real quick. And he goes, yep, you passed. And you say, fine, we're done. But if they go in and they look, so what they're saying is, is the, the catalytic converter hasn't seen enough time and hasn't seen in many as many rich and and lean conditions as we want it to see. Therefore, we're not going to reset the monitor, and if we don't reset the monitor, you're not going to get through Arizona state emissions. That's how it works. Okay, it is so, it is due for the tags in April here, which is you know into April's tomorrow, but I guess. I'm all right with I that. I don't know. Well, yeah. here, here's the problem: is did you already fail once? Yeah, today was the second fail, but it has been fixed okay. by a shop. So okay, well, you either need to go back to the shop and ask them to please determine that their repair was correct, even if it's mine. Determine that, and second of all, you're going to have to wait two weeks and drive the heck out of it. I think it was and repaired I, correct. I think I just have the drive thing to go through. Yeah, and that's exactly. that. Could, that could very well be. That could very You're well. Saying be. There's they, no they, way I'm going to get that drive cycle done today, though, right? Oh heck no! I mean, unless okay. you and your wife sit there, and I tell you what, you and your wife won't even be speaking to one another because when she's driving and you're talking, or when you're driving and she's talking. 
there's so many doggone fights inside of that car because I need 17 minutes at 65 miles an hour. I can't give you 17 minutes because traffic just stopped. Oh, you're an idiot. See, that's what me and Renee do all the time. So, Well, and we'll okay. usually, like, we'll tell people to go at least 100 miles for sure. Right. And then we'll check the monitors again for them if they bring it back in. So that shop that fixed it may do that for you as well. That's a great idea. Yeah. And she's exactly right. We all have the capability. Well, you don't. We do. And so if we fixed your car, you can take it in two or three times, maybe after five days, maybe after ten days, and say, would you guys check to see if my monitors are reset? If it's not a transmission shop that decided to do emissions testing, and if it's not the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store, and if it's not the uh, uh, tire shop that's all of a sudden, to, oh, the brake shop that's all of a sudden to do work from bumper to bumper, chances are that shop is going to knock it out of the park. Chances are he's going to say, you've reset your monitors, and then you head on over to emissions. But I think you have a 30-day grace period. Well, anyway. I think that's what I was going to say. After you've done it a couple times, I think you still have a little bit of time to get it in there. And, and but here's the bad news. He used his freebie already. Right. So you have the to pay 28 $28, is it? I, I think it's 24 now. I don't okay. know. It's changed But he has so to pay again, recently. and then right. he gets another free test. Right. So, so, I mean, really and truly, we've seen people bring their cars in where they've done eight, to eight tests and paid for four of them. Yeah, and and that kind of gets out of hand. But anyway, good luck to you, Tim. I'm glad to hear you say that you have confidence in your shop that they fixed it right. I think the only fault I can find, and it's a very small one, is they should have explained to you that you have to drive it for two weeks. However, Tim, it's your fault for waiting to the end of the last day of the month. <laughs> and and so, it, if I can tease you about that, thank you for allowing me to do that. Who's the next caller? Gina, good morning to you. How can I help you, Gina? Okay, quick question. Um, do I drive it in D or the D overdrive? I'm trying to look at the net. I can't get anything. Everybody says, well, drive for the D. I drive regular traffic driving. No uphills, no freeway. Just So I'm confused which D do I drive it in because I've been having okay. it like 20. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm telling you to drive it in the OD mark. You'll get better well, fuel circle. economy. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I'm telling you to drive it there. Um, I'm telling you the computer in your car will t pick all the other things for you. It'll pick your gear. It'll pick your RPM. It'll pick your idle speed. It'll pick the shift points for your transmission. And in overdrive, you're served the best. Now, here's where you shift into regular D. You're going up a hill. You're going to Flagstaff. Yep. And the engine is shifting a lot. It goes, all right. When, when that happens, I want you to shift into regular drive until you get to the top of the hill and then go back into overdrive. And so overdrive is this. It has, let's pretend overdrive is, it has five gears, okay? Five forward gears. In a simplistic way, overdrive is the fifth gear. So when you go into drive, then you only have one, two, three, four. Most people, most people, and most mechanics that don't know what they're talking about will tell people to go in drive and that's fourth gear. If you were going to drive around from your house to the liquor store and back every day of your life, it wouldn't make a doggone bit of difference on what you do. If you were in the city all the time, it's not going to make any difference. But if you ever get on the freeway, I want you to be in overdrive. And frankly, I want you to be in overdrive all the time anyway. 
All right, Gina, I got to go. But if you have anybody has any questions, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Thank you for being my my wingman today. You're welcome. You're my wingwoman. Gil, thanks for doing a good job uh, doing the radio show. And next Saturday at 11 o'clock we'll, or 10 o'clock, we'll be right back here on 960 The Patriot. I don't know if Renee will be because I'm going to fire her, but I'll be here. Okay. <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.